This is episode 15. Welcome back, guys, to Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. As always, I am Caleb, if you're a Kung Fu fanatic, and with me once again is my lovely wife, Amber. Hey, guys. And uh, we... Uh, we took a uh, we took a week off and uh, we're we're revitalized or recharged, restored, whatever you want to call it. And we're finally back. Uh, sadly, Amber was a little sick last week, but she's feeling much better today. Thank, and, thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and yeah, the time has finally come to talk about a huge movie, guys. We're going to be talking about one of the greatest martial arts films of the modern era, and probably one of the greatest martial arts films of all time. That's right. We're going to be talking about Ong Bak Muay Thai Warrior. This film was huge when it came out in 2003. I vaguely remember when it came out. I remember seeing uh seeing like DVDs everywhere of it. I remember I think I saw a cardboard cutout of of the movie once at at a Walmart. So I remember seeing it around like whenever it came out in 2003. And uh and I had wanted to see it for like a really long time, but some time had passed before I actually watched it because I didn't see it in 2003 when it came out. I didn't see it till I met you because <laughs> I didn't know about any of these think, types of movies back then. I think I actually, I think I finally like saw that movie in like 2000, 2009 probably. So yeah, a good six years before, uh, or six years after it came out. Um, but yeah, uh, so Ong Bak, uh, like I said, this movie was really huge. It was released in two thousand three, and uh, this was um, this this was uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This movie was uh, was considered to be Tony Jaa's like breakout uh, film. Tony had worked in a lot of other stuff, you know. Uh, fun fact: some of you guys probably didn't know Tony Jaa was actually Robin Shu's uh, stunt double in the uh, the Mortal Kombat films. Something I didn't mention when we previously spoke about the. The old Mortal Kombat films, 1995 film, and of course Annihilation. I guess I just kind of forgot to point that out, but yeah, Tony was Robin Shu's uh, stunt double in those films. Interesting. Yeah, but this uh, this was uh, this movie was big, and this was his uh, this was considered his breakout film, and uh, and you know it's no secret that um, whenever it came out, critics, audiences, everybody loved it. You know, it was, it was highly praised for its action and uh and um it's fight choreography and stuff like that and rightfully so because the the action in this in this film is insane it's really really amazing and um and and tony uh you know like like i said this was his breakout film and you know his his like superstar status like skyrocketed after this film he got a, he he became involved in a lot of other projects and he even uh, he even did a performance at um at a an NBA game like uh, around the time this movie came out during the halftime show. It was a Mavericks game. I don't remember who they were playing, but it was a Dallas Mavericks game. And uh, yeah, during halftime, him and his uh, stunt crew were there, and they did a performance. Wow. You know, just to kind of celebrate on box. So you know, that's how big this movie was, and how and how popular it was at that time. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna uh, not gonna waste any more time. We're gonna jump right into it. So yeah, like we said, Ong Bak was released in two thousand three, and it was directed by. Uh, I apologize, but I'm probably gonna butcher this name. It was directed by Prachya uh, Pinkayo. I think that's how you say it. I'm really, really sorry. I'm not very good with Thai names, so I probably just butchered it. But uh, we'll just call him Prachya because that's his first name. But yeah, um, Prachya also um, he also co-wrote this film. And uh, obviously stars Tony Jaa as a character named Ting, and so um, 
so what's happening in uh in Ong Bak is that um I remember when uh I remember when the movie came out and I would see the title like on the um like on the DVDs at Walmart it, it it's it's at Ong Bak uh, Muay Thai Warrior and um um I remember I used to think that Ong Bak was like a was uh was the main uh main star's name you know yeah which you know people people do tend to think that you know like whenever you're just seeing him for the first time they think oh like you see him on the cover and you're like oh that must be Ong Bak but, right no Ong Bak is actually not the character Ong Bak is kind of the uh uh like the main uh like the main the main uh object here it's the motive it's what gives our character motivation and stuff like that so um so yeah, Tony Jaa, like we said, he plays a character named Ting. The movie starts in a, a small village in Thailand, and the village is called Nong Pradu. And um, and right from the start, like right from the opening sequence, we get a very fun uh, sequence where all the guys in the in this village are trying to climb this really huge tree and retrieve this um this uh, the scarf that's that's at the very top of the tree. And when you're watching it you're like you don't know if they're like playing catch or if they're like it's one of those it's things where like, it's kind of like capture the flag. I yeah. Think. Yeah. But you see them like they're like pulling each other down out of this big tall ass yeah. tree. They're like hurting themselves. It <laughs> Yeah, and these guys are like really falling off the tree, and it it was brutal, but it yeah. was also really exciting. It was a yeah. lot of fun. I mean, th- this whole movie, you know, I'll go ahead and warn you guys now. This whole movie, when Amber and I watched it last night, um, the the whole movie, um, there were so many moments where we were just like, ooh, ah, yeah, because <laughs> because there's just like so the like the the choreography and 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 stuff like that. It's so stiff and it's like so hard hitting. Like just the sound effects they use, and it looks so. But that's what makes it good. Yeah, it looks so real. That's what makes it good. But there are. And there were so many moments where we were just kind of like just feeling the pain of the guys in this movie, um, but yeah. So, um, so uh, uh, th- this village Nong Pradu, um, they have a um, they have a very old uh, Buddha statue called the Ong Bak, which you know, obviously they they believe that th- that this statue protects their village and stuff like that. It's a very common belief, and so um, and so uh, one day a um. A, a couple of uh, unsavory characters, we'll say, come to come to the village. They are led by a guy named Don. Uh, Don is initially there because he wants to buy this uh, this um, this old uh, Buddha uh, Buddha amulet that belongs to one of the villagers. The villager, of course, refuses to sell it, and so Don decides, okay, if you're not going to sell it, then I'm just going to steal. I'm going to steal Longbox's head. So he cuts off the head of the statue and takes it. And, of course, you know, obviously the villagers, the whole village is in disarray. Like I said, they they feel the Longbox protects them. And it's been, you know, and it's been, uh, it's, it's been violated, desecrated and stuff like that. And so everyone is freaking out, you know, what are we going to do? We, we need to find, we need to find Longbox's head. We need to get it back and, like, bring a, like, uh, bring that protection back to our village um and so ting he volunteers to retrieve the statue the statue's head and uh right before he leaves you know the villagers they all gather and they give him all kinds of stuff you know to help him on his journey they give him some money and um his uh his master so ting um you know something we learn right off the bat is that ting is a very skilled muay thai fighter and uh his master is a monk and um you know we learn that um 
we we learn a lot about his master's past, like in that short time, which is very interesting. Like his master was a Muay Thai fighter, and he um, he accidentally killed an opponent in a fight, and he and that's when he became a monk and became a pacifist kind of, and um, you know, and he and he taught Ting everything he knew, but he also told him to never use his never use his skill, you know, because he didn't want something like that to happen with Ting, you know, but obviously you know, you got to kind of make exceptions, you know, and we're going to get into why in a little bit because a lot of crazy stuff happens and Ting is kind of forced to defend himself even though he doesn't necessarily want to. He just wants to find find Ong Bak's head, but he just keeps getting forced into situations, which we'll get into in a second. Um, but yeah, like, like we were saying, getting back to it, the villagers give him a lot of stuff to help him on his journey, like money. And his, uh, his master, like before he goes, his master gives him some... Uh, some some special herbs which are called um I have it written right here they're called uh called ninpot herbs which you know is to uh, help give him strength you know and stuff like that so um so Ting he goes off on his uh he goes off on his quest to find Ogbok's head um and uh, his uncle um his uncle Mao tells him to go to Bangkok because that's you know that's where um this guy Don is you know obviously everyone suspects Don because he was the last guy there and everyone knows that he's a thief and stuff like that. Right. So, um, excuse me. So, uh, so, you know, his, uh, Ting's uncle Mao tells him, you know, go to Bangkok. That's where Don usually is and, uh, find, and find, uh, my son. So, uh, so uncle Mao has a son named Humley who is obviously, uh, I just hit the TV. <laughs> um, obviously Humley is, uh, Ting's cousin, you know, so he tells him find, find Humley, get him to help you, you know, and bring him back home, you know, because apparently Humley is, he, him and his father are not on good terms and he's been away from home for a really long time, you know, so, so not only does he have to find this, uh, this Ong Bak head, he also has to try to get his cousin to reconcile with his father and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, Ting, he, he makes it to Bangkok and this is where we meet Humley, who, um, who is now going by the name George and, uh, cause he, he's just trying to, such an undercover name. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just trying to, um, I, I guess you know, kind of bury his past, like be something he's not, which yeah. is which is relatable. You know, many people go through stuff like that. Um, but you know, I gotta I gotta say, like just before we jump into it, Humley is a great character. He, he really is. He's really funny. I love him. At the same time, though, there are there are moments where you really want to hate him because yeah. he's just like so. He he's just like so. He's a very money hungry person. Yeah, he's 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 kind of just like your average scum. He's like no better than no better than you know the guys who stole Ong Bak's head. You Basically, know? if you get a dollar, like he will spend it like that. Like it's, yeah, <laughs> he's one of those. He's got he's got gambling. He's got a gambling addiction, and he's always hustling people. You know, and um, so yeah, Humley, who is now called George, um, uh, he is uh, we, when we meet him. Him and his friend, he has he has a, a friend, is a, is a, a young girl. Her name is Moylek. Moylek is um is a college student, but you know she instead of like staying in school and studying, she just kind of hangs around with George and helps him hustle people, you know, for money and stuff like that, you know. And, and this all starts um with them like hustling a couple of bike racers, you know, which uh which you know uh. Uh, obviously everyone knows how hustling works, you know, so Moy like she pretends to be like really bad at something or like really good at something and she ends up winning money and, you know, they get uh <clears throat> they, they they get all the money and then they just take off with it. But anyway, so um so yeah, Ting he gets to Bangkok, he finds 
he finds uh he finds Humley and at first uh Humley is acting like he doesn't know him even though you know obviously he does cuz yeah. Ting's like he's like he's like cousin it's he's like remember me it's me Ting you know and he's like he's like I don't know you go away yeah <laughs> and, go get out of here yeah and um but anyway um and and what's funny is Humley he uh at first he like he like just pushes Ting away, tells him to get lost, but then he realizes that Ting has money. <laughs> and and so he's like he's like, Oh man, I'm sorry, come on, let's go to my house and um and so uh and so yeah, Humley takes Ting to his house and he and he tells Ting he's like he's like a um Humley t- uh or excuse me, Ting. Ting tells Humley, you know, um He's like, uh, Ong Bok's head was stolen by this guy named Don. I'm trying to find him. Do you know where he is? And Humley is just kind of brushing it off. He's he's like, hey, l- let's talk about that later. Go, go take a shower. Get cleaned up. He's like, go shower. Like, and you're yeah. like, you're like, this dude's about to steal everything yeah. in his bag. <laughs> yeah. He he's like he's he's like, go take a shower. Get cleaned up. And and so um, and so Ting he goes into the bathroom and then uh, he overhears Humley uh call his friend Moylek who we were just talking about. Um, he hears him call Moylek on the phone and says, hey, meet me at the Fight Club. And uh, and Ting he opens the bathroom door and sees that Humley took his money and and ran off. So Ting goes after him, and uh, and he follows him to the to this uh, this fight club that he just called Moylek and told him to meet to meet him at. And he, uh, the fight club is where we meet our main villain, uh, Comtuan, who is um, not a very healthy man. You know, he's he's in a wheelchair and he uses a voice box to talk. You know, so obviously he's got. He's got a lot, of, a lot of health issues, but um, but uh, and and this is also where we see Don again, and he's got Ong Bok's head. He goes up to Comtuan, you know, because he he wanted to, he works for him, and he wants to, um, he wanted to sell, sell the head to him. But uh, we learned that Comtuan originally was the one who wanted that 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 uh, that amulet that Don was trying to get from that first villager before. But um, but Don's like, well, he wouldn't sell it to me, so I got this. But uh, what's funny is Comtuan just thinks, uh, you know, this is just like a worthless piece of rock. You know, like this is nothing. He's like, I don't want that. <laughs> He's like, get rid of it. Throw it out. <laughs> he thinks it's just worthless. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Don just Don just walks off. And um, and then uh, Ting, he, he, he uh, like we said, he follows uh, Humley and Moylek to the fight club. And... Um, and he gets he gets roped into fighting someone in the in the club that he does not want to uh you know like we said and he doesn't want to fight he just he just wants his money back he just humbly took his money right he just um he wants his money back but you know they they just like kind of throw him into the end of the ring and they're like you're going to fight you're going to fight this guy and um and Comtuan is watching and he's got another friend with him and they and they you know they frequently bet on who's fighting, who's gonna win, and stuff like that. So uh, Comtuan he sees Ting and he bets against him. I don't remember how much it was, but uh, <laughs> I know it was a lot, like a hundred thousand probably or something like that. Something but anyway, like that. Um, anyway, so uh, so uh, yeah, Comtuan bets against Ting, and um, and then the obviously the other guy is gonna bet on him, and uh, and Ting knocks out a fighter with one kick. And it's a hard ass yeah. kick too. It was a really stiff kick. He throws that kick, and we that that was like our like our first ooh <laughs> moment. And um, and like he is like out, like he is not moving. He he is like it's almost like he's dead, like on the ground. Oh yeah, he knocked him out. And everybody's like, there's no noise. Everyone's in shock. The only one clapping is the one who made money off of yeah his it, bet. Yeah, and and uh 
and and Hunley, of course, is like, hell yeah, and um, he's like, that's my cousin, and and um, uh, so uh, so anyway, uh, Ting he gets his money back, and um, and he and he takes off, and um, and uh. Uh, Humley tells him, you know, he's, he's like, I can help you find Don, but you know, we need to, we need to make some more money, which, you know, obviously he, he's not really interested in helping Ting. He just wants to make more money because Ting is obviously a very good fighter, you and know, Ting, so he, and Ting knows that, like he yeah. knows like all he wants is money for him to fight for money. So he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. So Ting just, Ting just, uh, he just goes off. He's like, I'm going to do this myself. And, um, and then we see, um, you know, the next day we see Humley and Moylek again. Again, they are hustling some people. They're at this. They're at a poker den, and uh, they um, they they hustle these guys and get some money. And then uh, um, and then the bikers from the uh the night before they show up. You know, to because uh, they they figured out what they were what they were up to. You know, so they're they're they show up to uh to rough them up, of course, and um. And uh, while while they're while they're at while they're attacking Humley and Moylek, Ting shows up again and saves them, and um. And uh, and then the guys, uh, the bikers, run off, and Humley is again trying to convince Ting. It's like, hey, let's go fight, let's go fight, you know, like you, it's like you, it's like you'll, it's like we'll be rich, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Ting, of course, refuses, and he tries to walk off to keep looking for keep looking for Ongbok's head, but then the um. The bikers show up again, but this time this dude's got like an army, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, a bunch of guys behind him. Yeah, he's got like an army with him, and um, and it starts off a pretty awesome chase sequence. I absolutely love this chase sequence where they're just like running through the city. Um, we get some really cool moments with um, with uh, you really get to see Tony Jaw's acrobatic skills. You know, this this is a perfect showcase of it. He's doing some really crazy stuff like jumping over. Like all like all these gardening tools and doing like a perfect split when he jumps over and it's funny too like that's another thing about this chase scene it's it's got it's it's like really cool to see and you see Tony's acrobatic skills but it's also really funny because every time Ting like does like some crazy stunt when he jumps over something Humley tries to do it as well but he he, fucks he messes up. it up he fucks up and like so like like we just mentioned whenever she, whenever Ting jumps over those gardening tools and does that split. Humley tries to do it too, but then his like pants get caught on like a like a gardening hoe or something, and then they just like rip. Split. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. And um. But the other thing about this, when he's running, is even if you miss like something, and you're like, "Oh, what happened?" They show like a replay of like Tony Jaw's stunt. Yeah. Like two two or three times, and it's really cool to see in slow motion how he does everything. Yeah, I I like some of that, and you know, honestly, I think that's a bit of a reference to uh, to Jackie Chan movies, and you yeah. know, which of course it's no secret Tony Jaw has idolized Jackie Chan. That's right. one of his heroes, um, you know, and, and and stuff like uh, like the first Police Story film, whenever whenever Jackie Chan jumped down the that pole with all the lights, they showed him jumping down and sliding down that pole. They showed that like three times in a row. <laughs> so, I believe it. Yeah, so that's this is like something similar. I think this is a reference to that. Um, you know, and one of my favorite spots during this chase sequence is when Ting jumps through that little circle of like barbed wire. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so th- there's like these construction workers, and like two of them are like carrying this like this like little circle of barbed wire, and Ting runs and jumps like right through it. It was like 
the coolest part for me. I absolutely love that. Not that, even a scratch on him. Yeah, I, just... I love that bit. It was like so cool, and it's and it's funny too because right when Ting jumps through it, Humley shows up, and he instead of like kind of like jumping through it like Ting does, Humley dives head first through it, and then his head goes like right into this barrel. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. I laughed so hard at that, and um, and uh, and then we get another really funny moment whenever um. Uh, Humley, he stops like right in front of this cart, and he picks up that big meat cleaver, and uh, and 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 the the bikers are afraid to go near him because he's just like swinging this big meat cleaver around. But then this this here comes this lady. Yeah, this woman comes by, and she's got knives for sale. And she's you know? just, and they're just like all watching her, and he's like, and he's Humley's like thinking to himself, oh, I done fucked up now. Yeah. <laughs> the woman's like knives for sale. I've and got the next knives. time you see him, he's running, and everybody's got a knife yeah. running after him. Yeah, and um. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Ting and Humley get away, and Humley tells Ting, he said, he says, I know where Don is, I can help you find him, you know, and so, and so, um, they go back to the fight club, which, of course, um, you know, Humley, he tells Ting, he's like, I've seen Don around here selling drugs a lot, you know, so maybe he's here, but I, <laughs> but, you know, they, of course, they don't, they don't, like, state it, but it's pretty obvious that he's just trying to get Ting to fight again, you know, like, deep oh, yeah. down. He's probably still trying to help him, but he's also still trying to get him to fight again and win some money. So, um, so, and then we get, uh, we get, was probably the best fight sequence in the whole movie it's hard to say though because the ones like a couple of the ones who come afterwards like the last two those are also really amazing but this one is just awesome i love this fight sequence so what happens is so while ting and humley and moylek are walking around the fight club trying to find don um one of the fighters who's um one of the guys who's like fighting in the ring is this dude who they call big bear and um and uh the announcer he notices Ting and he's like, "Hey, Ting is back, you know, Ting, our champion Ting." And um, and uh, and so, but Ting obviously doesn't want to fight, so Big Bear is like just kind of goading him and he's trying to goad him into fighting, you know. And he grab he grabs like this woman and then he starts beating this this other guy up, and you know after after a few minutes, you know, Ting realized that he that he can't just let this guy beat people up. He needs to get in there and do something. Humley's like, if you don't go, he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. And so, um so Ting gets in there and um, you know, and he he's like, Okay, Big Bear, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and fight you. And Comtuan, you know, our villain, he's he's up there again still betting on fights and he bets even more money this time on Ting losing because it's Big Bear. And uh <laughs> and so um so they go to fight and um and of course Ting wins and and God oh my God the fight choreography and this is just so good it is yeah it's it's so good like I love I love uh, you know and I said it earlier I love how stiff it looks I love those hard hits the sound effects are really good they really they really made it sound like it hurt which was which was very oh, yeah. impressive and um you know and it and this was like one of the very this was like one of the one of the I won't say first showcases of Muay Thai, but this was definitely the biggest showcase of Muay Thai. This is what introduced everyone to Muay Thai. Most people didn't know what it was right. back then. This was 2003. And most people, a lot of people weren't that familiar with it, Other aside from, like, you know, mixed martial artists and stuff like that. They they obviously train in it a little bit. Um, but yeah, so this introduced international audiences to Muay Thai, you know. So And, and, and Tony, obviously... 
a master at it. He's he's fantastic in in a like in in a, in the choreography and stuff like that. Um so yeah, anyway, um so Ting he um he fights Big Bear and beats him and then we get another dude who jumps in there who is called uh Tosh- Toshiro, but uh we we called him Bruce Leroy because he's obviously he acts like Bruce Lee in this in this in this scene and it was pretty really funny does. too. It was pretty funny too. He had like he, he his hair was really weird looking. It it wasn't like an it wasn't like an afro or anything, but it was just kind of like sticking out really weird and it was just kind of poofy. It it kind of looked like Mo Howard, <laughs> like kind of like a Mo Howard haircut except just kind of like a little little fluffier looking. Right. But yeah, he he fights Toshiro, uh, you know, again, who's obviously just copying Bruce Lee like the way he moves and kicks and stuff like that. And then um and then he uh and then he 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 beats Toshiro pretty quickly. And then we get Mad Dog, which of course of course, there's a character in this movie called Mad Dog. Of course there every is. every action movie has to have one. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, there's no way this Mad Dog can beat the Mad Dog from the Raid. Right. But uh, no, not a chance. But, yeah. No. Anyway, what's interesting though about this Mad Dog is whenever he gets up to fight, everyone is like scared. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, no! It's Mad Dog." <laughs> and um, and um, and this guy, you know, I I can definitely see why you'd be afraid of this dude because he's huge, and um. He's fast too. He's he obviously is not um very good with hand to hand combat, which is exactly why he just throws stuff at Ting, which is like, like literally everything. Yeah, he like picking up tables and refrigerators and and he excuse me, he even tries to use like the um like this like electrical wire and he's like trying to shock Ting with it and uh yeah so he's just throwing everything at him but it's all it also makes for a really entertaining sequence as well like I love I love when he's got that huge fridge and Ting is just kicking the shit out of it and and he kicks him through that wall and um and then you know which they this, this leads up you know, the the fight between Ting and Mad Dog leads up to uh to Kam Tuan's office, which is kind of like overlooking the 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 ring, and um and and then we, right here um we also get introduced to uh to our our other main villain who is called a uh, who's called Sa Ming, and uh, Sa Ming is uh, Kam Tuan's bodyguard, and uh and um him and Ting get into a little scrap, but then but then the cops show up, and uh so um. Ting and Humley and Moylek, they're trying they're trying to get out and in the process they spot Don at the club and uh and they start chasing after him but unfortunately Don gets away. And so um and so the next day um Ting and Humley they find Don at a hotel and um and uh this leads to a um to another really awesome chase sequence involving um involving a, a like their version of it. A rickshaw, yeah. It's, yeah. They're in Thailand. They're called they're called uh, like tuk tuks. Their version of taxis. Yeah, it's it's like a motor rickshaw, mm-hmm. and it's a it, like I said in Thailand they call them tuk tuks. Um, but yeah, this leads to another 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 really cool chase sequence. I love how large scale it is. Everyone is driving tuk tuks, yeah. and it, it's it's really cool. But I, I love it too. You I mean you get to see them do like all these like really cool stunts with them, like spinning them around like on the like on the very front tire because like it, it, it's it's a it's a three-wheel drive you know so there's like one tire in the front two in the back and, but yeah there's like cool moments where where like there's a moment where Humley is driving one and he he spins around on it just on the front tire but um yeah and like like I just said there's a lot of really crazy stunts with these as well you see them like fly off 
bridges and into buildings and stuff like that and there's like big crazy explosions um yeah but anyway um during uh like during this chase uh ting um he's chasing after don and um and they both end up in the river and and uh while ting is trying to swim swim his way out because like the, the the tuk-tuks went in went into the river with them so while ting is trying to swim his way out he discovers this whole cache of stolen buddha statues and all these other like really old artifacts and uh and then the police show up and they confiscate all the artifacts which you know we learned that um that Comtuan was was selling them he's like he's like finding all this stuff and selling them which these are all like priceless antiques right you know so you know and because they're priceless obviously Comtuan can sell them for however much he wants which is which more than likely is a pretty hefty price <laughs> and um so anyway uh after um yeah, after the cops discover this cash and they confiscate all of it, Comtuan's pissed, you know, and so, you know, he finds, um... Don. Yeah, he finds Don, you know, and then, and, and, uh, uh, Saming, like, just, and, and, uh, and Comtuan's other bodyguards, they just beat the hell out of Don for, for, uh, for leading, or, uh, for unintentionally leading Ting to that, to that cat to the cache of artifacts, and, uh, but Don tells him, you know, uh, you can find uh, you find his friends Humley and Moylek, and you know then you can if you get them you can get Ting to do whatever you want you know, and so um. So, so Humley and Moylek get kidnapped by Comtuan's uh, by his goons, and um and Comtuan tells tells a uh, Humley he tells him if uh if uh if Ting agrees to fight Saming, I'll give you um I'll give you Ongbok's head back. And so, um, and so Humley goes to Ting and tells, you know, tells him the same thing. He said, he said, Comtuan said he'll give you the head if you agree to fight, to fight Saming. And, um, and Ting's like, you know, okay, I'll, it's like, I'll, I'll do, I'll do whatever it takes to get the head back. And, right. And so, um, and so, and, and this leads to our, um, to, to like our, our, ne- our next big battle, which, you know, th- this sequence is, is what, I feel like it's probably the most recognizable because this is when they do the they do like the the traditional Moy Baran type fight where you know their their fists are wrapped up in ropes and stuff like that and um and uh but yeah in in like I like I said like whenever you would see the the DVD covers and stuff like that that's all you saw was him like with the ropes around his hands and stuff like that so like that that like that that uh that whole sequence is marketed the most um but anyway, uh, Saming he uses um, he uses some very special performance enhancing drug to uh, right before the fight starts, and um, so Ting and Saming they go to fight, and Ting is like throwing everything he's got at Saming, but he Saming is just eating it. Like he's like throwing hard kicks and punches and stuff like that. But like I said, Saming is just eating all of it, and um, and then after. Um, uh, after after long enough, Saming just starts to he just starts wailing on Ting and um and probably one of the craziest spots is like when he throws Ting over the over the ring ropes and he lands on that table and then he just like jumps up and <laughs> just like stomps on him like right through yeah. the table. That was crazy. I thought that was I thought that was insane right there. Um, 
but yeah, so Samaing is obviously beating the hell out of Ting, and Humley throws in the towel, which um, uh, which this leads to uh, uh, so so Humley and Ting they get taken to this uh, this like abandoned warehouse, and um, and Moy Lake is being kept there, and um. Tom Tuan shows up and he has um he has a box and he pushes it over to him, you know, and that does that's of course, you know, like oh Onbox head is in there. So he, he pushes it over there and he tells um he tells Humley, he's like he's like, Thanks for throwing the fight, you know, for for Ting and um and uh, Ting is of course not happy. You can see it in his eyes, he's very, yeah. very angry. But um but at the same time, he's just kind of—I guess—he's just kind of swallowing his pride, and he, because he, you know, he thinks he's like, "Oh, I've got—I got the head back. It's okay." But he opens the box, and the head's not in it's there. Not, it's not yeah, Kam Tuan, he—he—he reneged on the, on the deal. You know, he didn't—he didn't give him, he didn't give him the head back, and he tells, he tells his, he tells his his men to just kill them all, and he takes off, and um, and then we get another, we get another pretty awesome fight sequence again. Really hard hitting choreography. I, I love it, and and this is also a pretty um, uh, what's uh, a pretty notable sequence as well because this is when Ting fights while his legs are on fire, <laughs> and yeah. um, yeah, and and we had talked, we were we were talking about this last night. Um, so what what most pe- most of you probably already know is that whenever they film this movie, and um, and they were shooting this particular fight sequence where Ting has his pants on fire. Tony Jaw has stated that um that that was that that was like a really difficult uh really difficult sequence to shoot because he was really on fire and um and he had said that the like whenever like whenever they would light his pants on fire and they would start to film the sequence the fire like spread really quickly. Right. And it, it and he and he burned his nose and his eyebrows and his eyelashes off which was which that must have been really painful, and um, and he said that they had to like film that sequence several times to get it right. So, got I got to give props to Tony because I I don't know if I could do that. That's just no, insane. Not even. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um. So yeah. Uh, Ting and Humley they fight off. They fight off all all the all the goons, and then um, and Ting. Ting at this at this moment, this is where you know he decides he's done with with Humley. You know Humley is he he's done nothing but use him to get money, and then he you know he he made him throw the fight against Saming. So he decides he's just done. But what's interesting in this moment is that Humley has a change of heart. You know he 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 realizes that he messed up. Yeah, he realizes that he screwed up and that you know and he wants to do the right thing. He'll say he'll go home with him. Yeah, he wants to do the right thing. And so he tells Ting, he's like he's like let me go with you, let me help you and when we're done we'll go back home, we'll go back to Nam Pradu and stuff like that. And so and so Ting takes Humley with him and they they go to um they go to this uh this cave where Kam Tuan and Saming are and they're digging up this digging up, excuse me, digging up this really big uh Buddha statue. And it is huge. It is big. Yeah. They're um they're digging up this really big Buddha statue, which, you know, I can't even imagine how much he would sell that for. <laughs> That's probably gonna be an insane price right there. I don't even know where he would put it. Like in the river. <laughs> I don't know how he'd get if it. I don't even know how he'd get it there. Uh, I, <laughs> however however he got all those other ones there, I guess. <laughs> um yeah, anyway, so we get we get another sequence like it and I love the sequence the fight sequence whenever Ting is fighting his way, like whenever he first gets into the cave before he gets to Kamtuan. 
like whenever him and Humley are like fighting all the other dudes like right in the cave entrance that's also a great sequence like I love I lo and you get to see him using weapons in this which is really cool you get to see Tony Jaa's skill with weapons he uses staff he uses these two um these two big clubs kind of uses them like tonfas excuse me really great uh really really great sequence um and there's also um there's also uh and and this is where they decided like start using start using a lot of bone breaking moments because like there there were quite a few of them so um so whenever whenever uh Humley and Ting they get into uh they get into the cave and they find where Comtuan and Saming are digging up that statue and um and that's where this is like where the big final fight sequence happens and like we like we just said this is like where all the the bone breaking happens like like Ting he breaks this one dude's leg that looked really painful <laughs> like I was scared Oh man, and um, you know, and, and we get like broken arms and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, normally when you're watching movies like that, you know, you expect like okay, when one happens, you're like oh, and you're like okay, you expect just like one. You don't mm -hmm. expect like two and three. So yeah. by that point, I was like, ah, uh, I hurt. <laughs> like, like how I, many more bones are they gonna I don't, break? I don't want to. Yeah, it was great though. <laughs> it, I loved, it was good. I loved but... it. it was so cool. And um, so uh. So yeah, so um, so Ting and Sa Ming, they're fixing to have a rematch. But this time, Ting, he he decides to break out the Nin Pot herbs that his master gave him at the beginning of the movie. You know, because like we said, it'll make him stronger. So he he breaks those out and he he like puts those on his arms, and um and he goes up to fight Sa Ming. And what's funny is that Kam Tuan he tells Sa Ming that Ting threw the fight during their last moment, and that like pisses him off. You know because. Because, you know, it makes him feel like like he didn't actually beat him because he gave up, you know. So, he, he wants to actually beat him here. And so, they start fighting. And this is... I don't even... I don't even know. Like I said, like... I said the the, the Fight Club sequence from before. Like, that second one where he's fighting all the, the, uh, the three guys. I said that was amazing. But this is really good, too. It's all good. I can't... <laughs> yeah, I can't decide which fight sequence is my favorite. Because you're, not, you're not supposed to have a favorite. You're supposed to like all of them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just all so good. I, I, I can't decide. But I love this one, too. I mean, I, I, I guess I'll just go out, on a, go out on a limb here and say that this is probably my favorite fight sequence. But it's just so good. And, and I feel like this is probably where the hits come the hardest because oh, yeah. this is where he starts like throwing a shit ton of elbows and knees and stuff like that and, and we're talking like flying elbows and flying oh, yeah. knees <laughs> yeah um yeah so uh so uh Ting he gets the better of Saming but then Saming decides he's gonna break out like five needles or Dude, syringes like, yeah me. like four steroids at the same time uh, th there was like five of them four <laughs> or five he like breaks out like five syringes and he just injects himself with I'm like, all okay. five of them I was like okay first of all like you're about to be strong but at the same time either way you're gonna die so <laughs> your heart's probably gonna give out <laughs> either either way whatever happens you're gonna die like whatever you whether you win or lose <laughs> yeah and so um so yeah Sami he breaks out like five syringes and he just injects himself with all five of them and then um uh and and <laughs> And there's another cr pretty crazy moment. Like, so while he's laying there and he's like trying to inject that stuff into him, Ting is fighting off a couple of other of a uh, couple of other henchmen, and um, 
and when he, uh, whenever Sawman gets back up, you know, he, like, runs in and, like, drop kicks him right in the head. That made me laugh, but it also made me go, like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. And so, um, so, um, yeah, so Sawming and, uh, Ting, they, they continue their battle, and, um, and, uh, and, and Ting beats him by, by throwing an elbow like right on top of the head. Oh yeah, and it it, <laughs> it looked like he put a dent in his head. You get, like, I don't know. I, I was probably just imagining things, but I think, no, like, I think it started bleeding. I think like blood it, flew everywhere. Yeah, it looked it looked like you could see like the elbow make yeah. a dent right at the top of his head. <laughs> There's no telling how hard he hit him right there, and so, um, and then we get another pretty epic moment like where he where like saw me he like falls back and Ting like jumps up and does like that double knee drop like right through the like through the floor like, and everything like through, <laughs> through that wooden deck that they're standing on and um and then uh then Ongbox um uh, Ongbox head uh fall, falls out and um and uh and Comtuan he is he tries he's he grabs this big sledgehammer and he's gonna try to smash it, but uh but before he can, Humley jumps in there and um like grabs the head to hold yeah he like grabs it. the head to protect it and then Comtuan just starts just whacking the shit out of Humley like right in the back and again the sound effects <laughs> like oh my god they sounded so real and it's it's so painful but uh but yeah he hit him like what like four times, four times yeah I he hit him like four times in the back. And then, um, but right before he can kind of, you know, deliver his, uh, deliver his killing blow, that big Buddha statue they were digging up, the head falls off and crushes, crushes Comtuan, killing him. And, um, and Humley, he, uh, he, he kind of, he kind of rolled out to avoid it, but he still got hurt pretty bad because the whole, like, the, the whole deck came down and they... They all fell, and he he's, he kind of got trapped like a little bit under the head. Yeah, yeah, and so he's excuse me, he's a uh, he's obviously hurt pretty bad, and uh and Mo- and Moylek shows up, and um and uh and Humley tells Ting he's he's he says take you know he's he's uh he's doesn't have much time left, he's obviously dying, and he tells um he tells Ting you know take take Ombok back to the village. Take care of my leg. Make sure she finishes school and stuff like that. Which you tell know, my father I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, I, um, I, I really, I really like Humley as a character. You know, yeah. There are moments where you hate him, but there are also moments where you really admire him. You know, and 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 this was, and and this was good, good closure. You know, for him. You know, he 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 did. He's obviously done a lot of bad things, but he re- kind of redeems himself. Yeah, he most certainly he most certainly redeems himself here, you know, and that's that that was a very touching moment, you know, and I and I got to give props to the actress who played Moylek in this scene because whenever whenever um whenever Humley dies, Moylek is obviously very upset and and again, I got to give props to the actress because she um I won't try to say her name because I I would butcher it. So I don't. I'm honest. I'm sorry, but I I don't want to try to. I don't want to try to say it. But um. But yeah, the actress she really nailed the performance right here because like just just like all the emotions that she's going through in this moment. There's there's anger, sadness. You know, she's just like screaming, and um, you know, telling telling Humley, you know, she's like, like don't like, like don't leave me. I have nobody else. You're all I've got. You're my only friend. But yeah, it's very very sad moment and um but 
anyway, moving on. So, um, so yeah, uh, Ting, he, he brings, he brings on Boxhead back to the village. They fix it up and, uh, and Moy like is now staying there, but the villagers, they're all happy. Everybody's rejoicing and, uh, and that's it. That's, that's on Bach, guys. Uh, God, I love this movie. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I, and I feel kind of bad because I hadn't watched it in a while. Like, when we watched it last night, that was the first time I had watched it in many, many months. I don't know why. I just didn't pick it up. I was watching other stuff, you know, but I just I just didn't pick pick the movie up. And I felt bad. Well, don't feel bad. I've, this, I've only seen it twice. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I, I felt bad, but at the same time... At the same time, I think it was I think it was kind of good that I that I had waited a while to watch it because because I didn't forget about any of the moments, but I definitely forgot about how awesome it is. You know, like um, I did. I forgot everything. I was like, this is like watching it for the first time because yeah, I hadn't seen it. In yeah, so that, long. that's what it felt like. It felt you know, I definitely I definitely felt that felt the excitement of like kind of seeing the movie again for the first time because you know there were just so many moments where we we laughed really hard or you know we just kind of got like ooh you know and just like seeing the fight sequences again and yeah this movie is just so amazing i absolutely love this movie and um and what's uh what's crazy too is that you know like we had said earlier at the beginning you know this this movie really launched Tony's career, you know, and it, it, um, it catapulted him into stardom, you know, and everybody, people were calling him the next Bruce Lee, you yeah. know, and it was crazy, you know, like the next Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan or Jet Lee, you know, everybody was, everybody was all about Tony Jaw in this and that, and, and that was great, you it's know. It's crazy to think that this movie is almost 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's 2020, it's 18 years old now yeah. and that's, yeah, that's crazy and, and Tony, he's gone on to do a lot of other great stuff, you know, and, and you know, just staying on staying on the path of Ong Bak, we we did get two more Ong Bak films. They weren't sequels to this, though. They were prequels, which, you know, I do like. Um, the second the second Ong Bak, you know, I mean, we were not going to dive into it because those are conversations for another another episode. But um, second Ong Bak was fun. Third one, not so much. You know, just just to put it plainly. But it's, but Tony's in all of them. Yeah. Yeah, the, the well, weird, at, at least that. Yeah, the weird thing though is that um, you know, I, I will say again, I don't want to dive too much into it, but I will say that the first Onbok film, and then the second and the third, the second and third, honestly, seemed to have absolutely nothing to do with the first right, one, right? Right. Because the first one was very modern and grounded in reality and stuff like that. The second and third are are set, are set. Um, I don't remember the time period exactly, but it's very ancient looking and, and it's very, it's kind of, it, there's a lot of mysticism and fantasy in there and, oh, okay. and it's, it's, it's kind of strange. I'm gonna have to watch those two movies again sometime. Yeah. I mean, obviously I need to talk about them at some point here because, because, uh, we talked about the first, so we got, we got to do the rest, um, at some point, but uh, yeah, I have to watch them again, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of strange. I thought it was, I thought it was weird how, you know, they, they they have they have the first song Bach and then the second and third aren't they aren't really related to the first one. Maybe they want to try something new. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> I, I gotta watch it again, you know, just to see. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah. I mean, you know that that's a uh, that that's uh that's the story right there in Ong Bach. and and you know much like a much like our Forbidden Kingdom discussion. I love how straightforward this movie is. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know because obviously it's only been forty six minutes. So. <laughs> We, uh, yeah, I love how straightforward it is. I love movies like that. I love how it's not, I don't have anything against movies that are too long or too short, you know, but, um, 
you know, I, I definitely like, again, I like how straightforward it is. I like how they don't take too much time explaining things and stuff like that or trying to set up stuff or, like, set up a universe or anything like that. You know, it's just... Here, here's our here's our hero. Here's his here's his story. Here's what he's got to do. You know, and then I like to have, you know, have fun. I like when it first started, because um, I was thinking this last night. How you know normally when somebody says you know, um, does anybody want to go find this so and so or object person whatever, and mm-hmm. somebody volunteers, and you know how there's always like that person that's like, no, you can't go. That didn't have this. Yeah. Like, they let him go. And I was like, that's so weird to see because normally it's people there's are like, always no, you can't go. Yeah, there's or, always someone who says, no, you can't. It's not worth it or something, but they just let him go. Well, it is worth it in this <laughs> yeah, case. Well, you know, well, really, yeah. Considering, considering the situation here, you know, most everyone's going to say, you know, someone's got to get it back, you know. So they're not going to, if if Ting, if Ting says, I'll go get it, like, okay, go. You know, he's, he's brave enough to do it. So, um but yeah, I just um, I really love I really love this movie, but you know, kind of kind of taking a kind of just taking a turn here. There's something also very strange about this movie for me. I feel like, um, I feel like uh, Tony Jaa. You know, again, he is amazing. I love the guy. He's a legend, and um, and he and he obviously went on to do a lot of great stuff after after Ong Bak came out, but um. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like most people still like not most people everybody knows who Tony Jaa is but I feel like there that there that there are some people who don't really see him as being that big of a star you know I I like he hasn't he hasn't really done he hasn't he has yet to do kind of like a big Hollywood film he has been involved in them of course you know he he's in a Fast and Furious movie but um but it was a very small role and stuff like that and um and uh but i just i really want him to i really want him to like to kind of lead the charge in a big hollywood film yeah i think i think that would you know i mean he's he's obviously he he's obviously a pretty big name every everyone in the everyone in action cinema knows who he is all action films film fans know who he is um but i de- i most, i definitely think he could i think he could definitely use like a uh like uh, if someone if someone like kind of gives him like a good a good script like like Hollywood filmmaker somebody gives him a good script we get someone who can film fight scenes and and stuff like that I think I think like that would that would be huge for him you know because people were saying he was be, excuse me people were calling him the next Bruce Lee and um and he most certainly I mean there were there will never be another Bruce Lee but you know there, Tony can definitely become a lot bigger you know and um. I, mean, I I don't know. I mean that's that, that's kind of just my take on it. I just I just feel like I feel like even with the success of Ong Bak and the stuff he went on to do afterwards, because he because he also did an, another movie that was pretty popular after that called The Protector, and um, which is good, good movie. Um, yeah, even even after but even after doing Ong Bak and doing The Protector, which were two pretty big movies for uh for like American fans, um, I still I still feel like. I still feel like just a part of me feels like he, he he didn't um he didn't quite he hasn't quite reached that point of being like the biggest action star in the world right now you know because there are a lot of people that you can kind of put that label on you know like Donnie Yen or or um you know Eco Wyas he he's he is most certainly on his way because he's done some pretty big stuff too you know like like Stuber or he's gonna be in um 
he's going to be in the upcoming Snake Eyes film, and he's got another, he's doing another movie at some point called Chinatown Express, and then there was Wu Assassins, you know, he's most certainly on his way. Tony, I mean, he, I mean, but, you know, but then again, I guess he's, I guess he just doesn't get involved quite as much um, with uh, with certain films, which you know, I certainly don't blame him. I mean, you definitely, if you can pick and choose what you want to do, if you're in a, if you're in a position to pick and choose the kind of projects you want to do, I would do that as well. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you never know. Yeah. Things always happen. People always have ideas. So he might be he might be in a Hollywood movie one day that's big. So I mean, you never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's been in them. He just you know. No, but I mean, like that big like thing I said, you're talking like about. Like I said, he needs. To, I, I I really want him to lead the charge. You know, I hope I hope there's somebody out there who who feels like that they could they could do that for him. You know, I really because he he most certainly deserves it. You know, I I I just yeah, I just hope that we can find somebody like like um like Chad Stahelski, you know, who directed the John Wick films. You know, him like him and Tony doing a movie together because Chad really knows how to shoot fight scenes that dude's awesome yeah. you know watch the John Wake movies and uh and uh but yeah like imagine like them two like doing something that would be great you know when Tony was recently in that Monster Hunter film I haven't seen it but um but he he was in that and and Monster Hunter is a pretty popular video game you know so he's attached to that which is again a popular video game so him being attached to that can definitely help him out as well right but um yeah I just um I just, I just really hope that he, uh, I really hope that he, that he does something big because he, he most certainly has the chops to lead, to lead a charge like that. But, but yeah, anyway, um, anyway, yeah, that's song Bach. We both absolutely love this movie, and if you guys haven't checked it out, where have you been? Because you need to watch this movie. Ong Bach is fucking amazing. Even if you're like, even if you're like me and you've only seen it twice, you'll love it each time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. As always, uh, we uh, we do want to apologize if we sound kind of strange in this episode. Uh, my microphone is going out, and we have to record directly from my phone here. So um, so it looks like I got to invest in a new mic. So maybe not. Maybe this sounds okay. I might just stick with this because I mean, other people do it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so don't forget to uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Go to facebook.com slash kungfucinema9. Follow me on Instagram at calebryant9. If you got any questions or watch suggestions or anything like that, or if you just have a, any any random topic you want me to cover, so you can send it to my mailbag, which is calebryant84 at gmail.com. Episode 16 is going to be out on May 29th. We're going to be discussing a really good um, eco-wise film called Headshot. I absolutely love Headshot. It's a very, uh, very brutal movie. I'll put it. Th- I'll put it to you that way. That's gonna be a. That's a little tease for you guys right there. It's a very brutal film. I'm definitely looking forward to talking about it. And then, as always, um, I'm gonna have another cinema quick hit coming out. I haven't done one in a while. Which, of course, last month when I was gonna do one, I that I was dealing with a lot of stuff. I just couldn't find the time to get it out there. But uh, but we're gonna have another um, we're gonna have another uh, cinema quick kick. Uh, this month, I plan on doing it on May twentieth. We're going to be dis- uh, I'm going to be looking at a um, very uh, a very underrated video game, and it, underrated in my opinion. It's a little video game called Tao Fang Fist of the Lotus. I hope you guys, uh, if any of you guys don't know what that uh, video game is, I hope most of you do. But if you don't, definitely check it out. I'll give you guys a hint. It is Mortal Kombat related. 
and we all love Mortal Kombat here at the cinema. So, uh, so yeah, that's it for today, guys. You got anything you want to add, babe? Nope. No? All good. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, that's it for today, guys. Once again, thanks, thanks so much, as always, for listening to this. And uh, on May 29th, we're going to be discussing Headshot, so keep your ears and eyes open for that one. And, uh, yep, that's, that's it. So thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you on May 29th. Until then, take care.